This episode is brought to you by Stash Blend. I've been using Stash Blend for over a year now and it's awesome. One of the things that I really like is that it saves me money. It's a whole bunch of different inputs in one. So I no longer have to go out there and buy a silica bottle, then a separate seaweed bottle, beneficial bacteria, then a separate one for mycorrhizal fungi. All of that plus more is in this one blend. Go to stashblend.com to learn more about it. And I also have a link down in the YouTube description section below. Uh, welcome back, boys. Welcome. Here back. we are for another epi back in the FTS content house. Pretty dang awesome, boys. Pretty dang awesome. Pretty dang like that awesome. little sandwich we do there? I like yeah. that. I just make yeah. it, I wedge mine in there so you guys can't complete yours. They're about to do it. Nope. I got them. They call that a knuckle block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is another uh, live episode. Here we are, boys. In uh, person. Huh? And uh, we really wanted to take a moment to thank you guys for being here, supporting us along this way. I know we say it every episode, but we mean it that this would not be possible without you guys. So thank you so much for being here. want to take a moment and uh, just give a huge shout out to AC Infinity. AC Infinity, if you check out their website at acinfinity.com, they've got some of the best products for the garden. We can't say it enough. Whether it's humidifiers, air circulation systems, or their pro controllers, they're going to keep you up to date and on track with their equipment. So if you go to acinfinity.com and use promo code THESTASH15, save a few dollars off at checkout. What are we talking about today, boys? We're talking about uh, how we dealt with these mics. It was actually with fine mics. until he touched it. I didn't. It started coming so down. Now he's forty minutes. He blames it on holding me holding this microphone. He blames it on so me. But there listen, will be no I'll do hard it. cut. This is going to be bare with this the whole episode. I'll do it. So, Rob, what have you learned over the course of the last forty-five <laughs> seconds when I told you not to touch the? Microphone? I didn't touch it. <laughs> for one, for two, I like to hold it. I feel like I'm in a band. I feel like Axl Rose. Like shit in the garden, garden. Man, yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> we're never gonna use these again. This is our review of these uh, on the fly uh, arms for your mics. Don't buy them. We got a, a facial expression from homie at Guitar World, Alice. Guitar, <laughs> guitar, <laughs> guitar World, something, man. Guitar House. Guitar World, I Guitar thought. House, Guitar he House. Called Guitar, guitar House. Hero. <laughs> I know that's what he was going for. That's what he was going Quality for. Guitar. We've guitar learned. Center. Guitar Center. Yeah, guitar sure. Center. The, the, the microphone <laughs> stands is just one thing that we've learned over the course that's, of this. I was trying uh, to transition. You got it. You got <laughs> that's it. That's the topic for today. We've, uh, we've learned an awful lot this weekend when it comes to trying to keep uh, a bunch of hooligans in one place. Uh, but when it comes to gardening, I really think that a great conversation that can be had are some of the some of the some of the craziest or maybe the most memorable or just the most things you've learned. I think that's a better way. The most things you've learned as a gardener, as a grower, as a human being after I'm I'm I've been growing since 2000 and like 11, maybe 10, so I'm coming up on uh 12 15, years. 12. 12. You didn't grow longer than that, didn't you? That's when you started Fully uh, indoor. You never well, did no. Outdoor. Okay, so I would have started like a like maybe like 2010, yeah. 2011. Yeah, it was 13, right in and around there. Yep. 13 year. Yep. It was like my second last year of university. So I graduated yeah. in 11. So graduated from preteen to teenage. Yeah, matured. Good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. So I, I, I myself, 12 ish years. I know you've got a million. Um, been growing for about 47 years now. <laughs> uh, 
not I mean technically in all technicalities probably about 15 years maybe 16 years total but successfully only more like uh 12 months <laughs> 12 months <laughs> yeah, yeah recently as of recent you know since I started watching this show I can't wait to get professional yeah but uh it's been more something that like because I I sacrificed so much of my garden for content I had my routine changed so much my process changed so much I didn't really find a successful point for the first I'd say six, seven years for, that I would measure successful of having an abundance of the I liked. So I like, I'm going to throw 13 years, 12 years, at the same time. Yeah. Ballpark. Yeah. Chris, how long have you been growing? You're a little bit older than both of us. So is your yeah, time? Papa? No, What are you trying to say, papa? man? <laughs> say, uh, Papa? Well, hey, I'm the short guy. Okay, let me take my digs where I'll get them. Um, <laughs> you know? you know, how, many, how many years have you got? Uh, just said 13. 13 years. Oh, started so, in 2010. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So we all are in and around the same. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. I like that. I'm actually proud of that. I feel like we've all kind of yeah. hit this this milestone together. Then we have our reunions. We're like, boys, it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. <laughs> it's like a high school anniversary. Come on, fellas. Let's celebrate. <laughs> you know, I'll put my teeth in and we'll go out and we'll turn up. It's we'll been... go to a grocery store together. <laughs> you know just, t- we, sh- we should take a photo of ourselves in front of a grocery store now. And then in 10 more years, we'll go back to that same grocery store and we'll take a picture again. Oh, yeah, when it's like a sable we'll grocery store. We'll try to mimic the same clothes. Shit. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, turn yeah. into a grocery store, yeah. a spa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was a dispensary. Yeah. Um, personally, man, I, the, the, not only have I grown as a gardener over the course of the last 10, 12 years, but I've grown as a human being. And that has really impacted my gardening skills because one of the biggest things that I learned right off the start that's really just carried with me and it's really just turned into my mantra or my or my you know my my calling, my message, if you will, is that I realized that you don't need to be a botanist. You don't need to be smart. You don't need to be good looking. <laughs> you to can be, be able, dumb and you can ugly. do it. And <laughs> and if I can do it, you so can grow. Can you. <laughs> I, I realized I that. that you don't have to be, you don't have to know a whole bunch of stuff. You can really just get away with planting a seed and watching this thing grow. And you can produce what I'm going to say is the best medication by doing it yourself. And when I realized that, that's when I thought, you know what? I need to spread this message to everyone. I want every mom pop out there. I want every grandma and grandpa. I want, I want everyone who's struggling with an illness or an ailment or anyone who's just looking for a good time to relax and find zen to know that you can garden and you can have the great, the best time doing it. So, and some uncles too. Yeah. And some uncles too. Yeah. We give they're a shit they're important. You. But it's like anyone can do this. Anyone can do this. And that's... That's that's probably one of the biggest things I learned right off the bat. Well, especially when a lot of us overcomplicated it to start, like majorly. And still to this day, I feel like compared to others, they're going to be like, geez, you're doing the most. And it's like, yeah, well, I like the results I'm getting, so I'm doing what I'm going to do. Don't talk trash. As where others, you go in, it's just like the the KISS method is beyond implemented. Yep. Like it's it's almost embarrassing where it's like, I put all these hours in. You got this? This, you, this is what you produced? And like, yep, in that space over there. He's like, you she like, that's where it does kind of humble you over time. You realize you can simplify your process and still get really good results, given certain cir- or circun- given certain circumstances. I feel like it's one of those things that can get you a little cocky over time. One thing I learned over time is uh, wins, count your wins and your losses. Don't sit there and think that you're just the best because you've had multiple good harvests. Something could come up, and it could literally knock you off your horse. And you, not literally, but figuratively, and make you almost want to quit. But then remember the wins you had, too. Like, man, you know. 
I grew dank bud before. I had great plants. What's the variable that's messing this up? So the same factor as you're getting all those wins, remember that loss to keep you humble. Mm-hmm. So you know that the next time, stay in your game. Don't don't get lazy. Don't skimp on something. Don't cut corners. Keep hustling. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I feel like get complacent in the garden. And it, it turns into a I'd say a minimalistic routine and then they get the minimal uh, results. And then they're like, oh, I don't even grow anymore. What's the point? It's like, well, you quit. Put in effort. It's your own fault. You know? Yep. Yeah. And one of the biggest things I've learned is that there's so many different ways to grow the plant. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I started out just thinking it was kind of one way to do it. You know, you get the bottled nutrients and you need those in order to get the plant to grow and, and be successful with it. And that, that was the best way to do it. Uh, the only way to do it really in soil and, and all that stuff. And I quickly learned that there are just so many different ways to go about it. And uh, YouTube really opened up my eyes, like seeing content creators before I started and, um, you know, learning off of them, but uh, but just seeing that there's so many different styles beyond just growing in soil with Fox Farm Nutrients, for example, mm. cocoa, DWC. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Organic, natural farming. You know, so it's like it's it's some, definitely a big thing that you need to learn at some point in your growing career. Uh, you know, and people are learn that early. You know. Yeah. yeah. I, something that it, 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 you kind of just touched on there is one thing that I kind of learned from you, in fact, is that, uh, you, you know, you, I, you don't always have to grow monsters. Mm. That was something to me where I, it pre 2019, 20, everything I grew, I felt like it had to be the biggest, fattest, juiciest plant that I'd ever had. And, you know, you did a, you made, you did a video and we've talked about this from time to time. You did a video on your garden talk why I grow small plants, manageable space, time, effort. These are all things that change when you decrease the size of your plants. And maybe if you can, you can correlate that to the change, the the change in the size of your garden. You know, you don't have to have a massive garden. Uh, There was a time I was, I I mean, I know you guys do this regularly. I think you're ludicrous, but that's uh, growing 15 plants at one time. To me, that was absolutely bonkers. I, I just, I, I bit off way more than I could chew and then, you know, I learned, wait, it doesn't have to be monster plants. It doesn't have to be a ton of plants. Find something that you enjoy. Find something that, like, checks your boxes and grow it and enjoy it. Yeah, so. Yeah, and you don't have to max out yield. Like, I mean, you don't have to max out, like, wall-to-wall, you know, max out your grow space. Well, you need one gram per watt. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Yeah. People, are, people are really stingy when it comes to that, you know what I mean? Uh, as far as maxing out your grow space, uh, I think we hear about it a lot being content creators and putting ourselves out there and showing our growth spaces. You get people in the comment section. I think that you must be doing that every single time. And that's just it's not true, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if you're a cash cropper and you still deal with your buddy Mark at work who's buying $200 ease from you, that makes sense. But for the rest of us who don't have that luxury, we're growing our own flower. We want to be able to smoke. We want to be able to have something we're proud of and that we like. So it's not always about having the biggest and the baddest, you know? Right. Not the most, every performance vehicle isn't some gigantic Dodge lifted up on huge, you know, burners and stuff out here. It's just really about having the best performance for what you're looking for, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, just to carry on uh, learning things from my, my mentors here, another thing that I learned from both of you is that, uh, you know, it's okay to make your garden work for you. It's okay to not sweat and work so hard on things that don't have to be so difficult. You guys were both automated. 
long before me. I was I was going in every day, checking my dials, checking the thermostats, adjusting the the the, the dimmer. I, I was doing all this by hand. And you know, I I said it's like I don't really see. I I love the intimacy of not being automated, mm. and 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 it's something where it's like you guys had a lot of freaking time on your hands, and <laughs> here I am, you know, doing a lot of extra work. And it it I was resilient to it, and it took me you know probably about nine months to a year before I thought, you know what, I'm gonna dabble in this automation stuff. And it's it's not that it takes away the intimacy, the intimacy is still there. I'm still passionate about my time in the garden. It's just now I can focus on things that really matter. I can focus on trying to harness that 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 those terpene profiles. I can try to harness those those trichome expressions, you know, rather than scrambling to manage my humidity or uh, freaking out because I'm at 90 in the tent, you know. So, you know, I, I, I that's what I've learned from you guys. I can't imagine what you know people in the in the audience have have picked up from us over the years and. I've I, I I didn't invent any of this information. I learned from people before me, even. I invented know. it, and I'm glad that you give me comments. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's good. No, it, it's learning over time amongst your peers and, and finding things out. I think that help you to to change up your own process in a way that you're you're inspired by. You're like, oh man, that's I see the application, I see the result. I want to try that. You know, it's a no brainer, especially Motivated when someone you relate to. You know, yeah, totally agree. Yeah. One thing I for me that I've I've started to learn more recently, actually, more than over 10 years, is not every cultivar is meant for extraction. So sometimes you you grow for trichromes. Or trichromes. Oh, oh, did I say that? <laughs> oh, I'm damn, he corrected himself. I never would have let that down. I should have kept it going. <laughs> <laughs> never would have let Shout that down. Shout out go. to those of you who were like, what? <laughs> what? Trichromes. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> what do you mean? It's trichromes. So uh, You got the chrome, right? <laughs> trichrome. Now, this is where when you're growing, not all of them are the same. You know, the heads vary. Some You're going to have the, the glands that are just more oily and, and fat and ready to be harvested, so, so to speak, and others that want to be burnt. Mm. And I think that, like, uh, you know, burnt, not the best way to put it, oh, but yeah. consumed. Combusted. Consumed. And you'll see there's, like, people will say, oh, this is a wash, a wash strain. Cultivar is really not like to but just wash strain is what it sounds like. But it's something that they're going to ne- necessarily smoke. They're going to use it for into bubble hash and then potentially pressing because it's going to be more resinous and it's going to be something that extracts larger. Meanwhile, the flower may not yield as much, but you could have one flower that produces, uh, let's say, a pound of plant even on a high level, one that does a QP of plant, but get more extraction from the QP. So get a higher percentage of return in that sense. So like, you can't just assume like, oh, I'm going to, this one's going to be massive for my bubble or for my, my edibles or whatever, just because it's a bunch of flour. That's plant material. And I, I've started to realize that if I really want to have some good rosin, I got to get cultivars that are known for extraction, not just get something that's like, oh, it's dank. It tastes really good as flour. It should extract good. I'm not going to waste my good flour that I could smoke compared to something that literally was produced, was bred for extraction. So it's really like knowing more about the use of the genetic. Mm. That's something yep. I learned. Yep. I learned to that with my trichromes <laughs> <laughs> and my microphone. <laughs> uh, I had one, but I forgot it. What the fuck? Trichromes threw you off, man. It's tough. It's a tough one. <laughs> I totally get it. Oh, no, I find it. I find it. it. Okay, good. Right this back. is more of a personal preference. One thing I've learned over the years, personal preference, I prefer uh, photo period over autoflower. Mm, me too. You know? Uh, I mean, I still grow it autos from every now and then, but like, you don't know unless you try it out, right? And I think over the years, I've really, I've, I prefer uh, photo period. 
just being able to have that control of the light cycle and you have the more flexibility, you can grow the plant, veg it for as long and shape it as long uh, as you want and then transfer to flower. You know what I mean? It's just, I totally prefer that over being restricted to that time schedule to get the plant the way you want it before flower happens. You know what I mean? And then not, not having the, uh, the ability to kind of fall back on, oh, I'll just veg it longer if I come across deficiency, right? You yeah. In the timeline, if you get work. deficiency in autos, kind of screwed there, you know? So, yeah, one thing I learned is just, you know, I prefer photo periods in yeah. the long run. It's just personal preference, personal yep. one there. Yep, I, I'm, I'm the same way. I've been pretty vocal about it. There's no doubt about it. But, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. It's 420 on YouTube? Um, There's a video? Maybe a later. viral video on stop growing all the flowers. I remember <laughs> Never that Never yeah. grow them again. Stop growing. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I just agree. I'm not going to repeat everything you said. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Waste of time. Um, you know, one of the... One of the things that 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 I learned over time, it's something that kind of hit me relatively quickly, is that you know, <laughs> cannabinoids don't matter. Cannabinoids don't matter. Terpenes don't matter. People are chasing the THC, man, and it's it's it is changing. Um, but but I, I didn't read like one of the, one of the things that I love about this plant is it's it's terpene profiles the way that that just hits your nose man and just your eyes water a little bit and you feel a little tingly feeling and that that has nothing to do with the potency and i realized that the the majority of consumers we're surrounded by growers and we are in a bit of an echo chamber and we talk to each other oh cannabinoids flavonoids you know my myrcene myrcene limonene whatever you know Clearly, I don't talk about this as much as everyone else. But the thing is, is that words the, insert yeah terpene, and then the the thing is, is that that's just amongst gardeners, man. The majority the of people part. are looking. Yeah, the uh, majority. Yeah, the majority of people are just what's going to get me high, and hopefully, it's at a price point that's that I can afford. Well, uh, I'd say like if it says twelve percent versus a twenty five percent. And it lists the terpenes. I, I honestly believe the majority of consumers are going to go for the 25% with no listed terpenes. And I think that's where it's like the misconception is that the terpenes don't play any impact into to the potency. It's more the fact that that's what the market is shopping for. Because it's like, what else do you determine quality? So when, I even say genetics right now, even genetics that are coming out, it's hard to shop for something in terms of the overall effect for you when they may be breeding just for THC. And that sucks, you know, but... What are you gonna do? You know, it's the market. Yeah, grow your own. Yeah, you grow your own, and you 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 continue to stay vocal. Continue to show people that you know there's a number of beneficial or there's a number of advantages to being able to use a plethora of cannabinoids rather than just THC. Yeah, and 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 people and one thing another thing I learned is people buy CBD pillowcases. <laughs> yeah, and condoms and, and sheets and the yeah. curtains, curtains, CBD curtains. curtains. Yeah, carpets too. Product. High electro uh, conductivity. You got to be careful with your conductivity for these <laughs> CBD. Carpets. Yeah, that's one thing I learned. I, one thing I learned is carpet in the studio is bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, shockingly bad idea. Shockingly Another bad thing idea. I learned, we'll say, uh, is the plant training is not a general rule of thumb for every plant in terms of like just do it this way. Top it off, top it, you'll get big yields, top it. And the people who say that are usually just the, the trichrome guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You've been one of them, man. You? <laughs> I've been one of those guys, I understand. And it's, uh, it's a misconception, man, because some genetics, it's, it's going to stunt the performance. Some, it's the same thing as saying don't top autos. It's like general rule of thumb, okay. 
but that's you know, not really a statement you could say just is the guarantee, you know. I, I feel like I've learned more that I got to grow the plant first, like I've probably said a thousand times recently. Uh, grow the plant first to see the natural characteristics before I start going hard with training. Then I see, does this one want to be top more? Do I get better expressions from topping it, from low-stress training at first, and then maybe topping, doing combination of both? You know, there's a variety of different training techniques that suit other cultivars better than others. You can just do any of them and, and be good and still get good results. But I've just noticed that over time, I can see a certain process for my training that works better for this one, better for this one, better for this one, and I can attack everything in the, the more, like, accurate way where I can predict my results, where I'm like, no, I'm like, ah, it's going to get more vertical. I want it to get more globe-shaped, you know, things like that, versus before I was just like, top it, then top it again, and then top it again. Mm -hmm. You want to get more? <laughs> top it again, dude. Yeah. You know, and then after that, if it gets to the side, you just top it again yeah. over here. Yeah, that's that. That yeah. kind of leads into the, one of the biggest things. I like how we just keep saying that. Another one <laughs> another, of the biggest. Another one of the things. My that name is Pigeons, and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, yep. As I'm, as I'm drinking <laughs> apple juice out of a Miller Lite <laughs> bottle. This is a NA. Okay. Um, no label. One. Of, oh, one of the biggest things I learned was that um, a, a, there's a lot of. I might have just segued into another one because I forgot it, but there's yeah. a you you mentioned the, the the topping and it's like there is a number of things that people do that are almost void. Like they we just do it because it's been being done for all this time. And I think, you know, flushing might be one of those things. Um forty eight hours of darkness. Forty eight hours of darkness might I be one of those my things. Plant. Topping your plants. Um, you know, and that's kind of where I was going with that one is like, I, I, I can't listen to me. I got a video out there telling you why you shouldn't top your plants. Yeah. Uh, I'm always out there telling you what you can't do. He works for the anti-topping corporation. Yeah, yeah. Owned by Auto know. Flowers, Inc. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I just like to be vocal, man. I, I, I just, I, I like to break the grain, you know, or, or go against the grain. I just, I feel as if, you know, for, for the reasons I'm about to mention, People are doing things that I feel they're only doing because someone else said do it and not because it's really showing to have any real benefit. One of those things is topping your plants. I, I seriously believe you do not need to top your plants. Sure, there might be a circumstance, you know, you're, you, you've got a cultivar that got too high. She's too close to the light. You need to make some dramatic uh, um, changes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Chop her in half, maybe. I would prefer to bend it, but each to their, to their own. You don't have the space to bend it. She's six feet, whatever. As a rule of thumb, tops will, will, will produce simply by just bending the plant over and exp exposing those other, those other nodes to reach up, or not nodes, sorry, those other branches to reach up to the sky. Give and her a little... Give her a little how do you do, how do right? You do? That's it. Yeah, you don't need to top, you just how do you do. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, like, like topping and flushing and, and dark periods and um, you, you can't train autos. You know, even like I've grown autos and I've trained them, you know, and these are misconceptions. And I feel like these are things that people have just repeated over time because no one's told them that it's just, it, it's, it's a waste of time. And that's where I feel value in my input and, and our input when it comes to these things. Quit just perpetuating the, the, the norm just because it's normal. Why, why? Ask questions. It's a Socratic method. And, uh, I, you know, that, 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 can, that can help you as you grow. Yeah. One thing I was going to say. Uh, no, I, I just wanted to hold it up. 
<laughs> so, I want to breathe into it. Up? Struggling with that mic this What's up? Episode, look at me. He's like, doing a great job. I feel he is doing, a, doing great a great job. job. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone can hold a mic, it's this guy. I'm really good at holding mics. I just want to let you guys know that yeah. this mic is brought to you by me. Yeah, right. brought to you by me. to my lips. <laughs> you want a mic arm? Here you go. Oh, look at those aren't those aren't built by nothing. Mic arm. Mm-hmm. what you got uh, what I was going to say is I'm similar to Rob where you know looking at the plant seeing the morphology seeing how it's growing I think we're both like that because we like to grow a variety of different cultivars and they all grow so differently that yeah. you'll be like shit I, I just know other people they grow the same exact clone you know from cut it might be completely different from the way we th- we do it because they they know in advance uh, that they need to top a certain number of times to get however it be but yep. us I mean you know growing all different cultivars we have to like read the plant and, you know, for me, I'm juggling grow spaces. That's another thing I learned over the years is how to kind of juggle grow spaces mm-hmm. between the two different tents, you know, light cycles. And sure, I can have one on an 18.6 and one on a 12.12 flowering and veg, but I can have two on veg. I can have two on flower, like being able to t- transfer plants over as needed. So veg in one plant, some plants are going to grow taller than others, right? Some are going to be ready for flowering before others. So having that flexibility and, and not just having flexibility in that way, but having flexibility in so many different ways. Fuckability? Really. Flexibility. Did I say that wrong? <laughs> we're not, we're really close. We've all had, really close, huh? We've all been consuming NAs tonight. That's, that's the Boston bit. accent coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the closed captions on that. Flexibility. Yeah. Flexibility. But I'm glad you it, caught that, too, because I couldn't hold I know. it. <laughs> but it, this happens so many episodes people think it's scripted but i was gonna say how oh, i've learned to manage my garden have perpetual gardens so you start yeah. just talking yep. i could have just let you keep going if you went into the <laughs> 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 oh, they've got to have good fuckability or forget it okay it's, i got two kids okay <laughs> she's got to be able to <laughs> 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 oh god oh, we're recording a podcast here right <laughs> this is the podcast <laughs> uh, wakes oh, even back god. there fucking choking up. looking through the tears <laughs> but, uh, flexibility, yeah, flexibility so to bring it back well, having the flexibility of being perpetually gr- uh, growing a lot of people don't do that they shut down you know I mean you've done it seasonally because you have enough yeah. we- <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> he's still the fucking <laughs> Love <laughs> <laughs> we'll to censor that for YouTube purposes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the one you time you swore, you gotta censor that. <laughs> oh yeah, YouTube is nuts, man. <laughs> this guy, you know how it is. You know okay. somebody, some stickler who had his notepad. There was like, <laughs> <laughs> one in Cali somewhere. <gasps> pissed, oh, pissed that we just laughed. <laughs> Done so good, so many episodes. <laughs> Tell this one because Chris had to swear. <laughs> but the thing with with a perpetual grow is. The timing is so damn difficult to get down when you're first starting because it's like, all right, I'm going to pop 36. Well, what I'll do now is I'll do 12 here. I'll wait four weeks. I'll do 12 here. I'll do this 12, 10 here. Well, then four die, or then all of them turn out being female, or then they grow faster than you anticipate, or the flowering takes longer than you expect. Or So many variables, man, come into place in that you never end up having that great second harvest because the staggering situation I had like three to four harvests that were just like, meh, because I kept trying to get my next one better. Mm. And I'm like, ah, I got to pull this because these ones are so big that they got to go into flower now. 
when you have a smaller space and you're limited on your your growability, it's it's tough to have uh, the options that others would have in a big warehouse or in a commercial setting or in somewhere that you don't have the restriction of a four by four freaking grow tent. That I you had a great video explaining that where I can't do anything once it hits the walls, once it hits the top, I can't do anything. So I, I'm a big proponent on learning to. Get that SOP, that process to, to learn to get to the, the perpetual grow before you decide to be somebody who's like, I'm going to grow 36 plants. I'm going to grow 90 plants. I'm going to do all this because good luck harvesting all those plants, for one. <laughs> By for yourself. Two, keeping those genetics around because you may not be able to clone the right ones properly or the right phenotypes. And three, even dealing with trimming and like the whole process is just a lot to chew, a yep. lot to chew. So learning to have a good perpetual grow, that's one of my biggest things for me for and, and 10 years of growing of the, the lessons, the losses, you know, it really has brought me to the point now where it's like, Psh, perpetual, yeah, everyone should do it. But it's like, man, it took me years to That's get to that point. That's a big step yeah. to take on. Yeah, I, re- I remember, like, I, I used to be a part of forums. I was a blogger before I was a vlogger, if you will. And I, I, I remember, you know, that was the goal of a gardener at the beginning was to create a system that, that not only works for you, but continues. It's perpetual. You know, you, you're never going to land in a spot where you have nothing. You know, that's, that's, that's a huge advantage to have. And, yeah, uh, it, it doesn't come overnight. Yeah. you got a, ti- a timing. Excuse me. you got to understand. Harvest, like every month, you know, or every two weeks, every three weeks. Like, that sounds crazy. But once you do get that timing down, understand you find that, that sweet spot. Like, you really can do that. But then knowing about, okay, I'm harvesting. Where's this bud going to dry at? Okay, this is drying. Well, I harvest in two more weeks. I don't have enough jars. All right, well, where am I going to put all those jars at now? Or the grow bags, whatever you're going to use. Sea vaults, like, mm-hmm. where is it going to go? That's a whole other area you don't even think about until you get to that stage. Good problems to have. Yeah. You know, to be like, man, I got all this budwood. But then sometimes you end up getting some, you know, stuff that gets moldy because you don't take care of it properly or because you got too much, you become overwhelmed. So that's one of the toughest ones to balance. It sounds easy. It really does. And But it's about as easy to balance as this microphone. Oh, bars, son! Thank you for watching FTS bars. Uh, no, I, you know one thing that I le- I'm just gonna keep saying. One thing that I learned. <laughs> one thing that I is learned. It's the tenth thing I learned. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I learned because we're gonna keep it consistent. Never that, have I ever. Is there? A, it, oh, is there ever? Is what I was gonna say. Uh, is that there's so many variables? You know, if you go to fromthestash.com/slash/merch, we've actually got a shirt that says "There's so many variables." Great plug. Um, and the How reason not f- wear our shirts, I got, I, I did. You have yeah, your shirt. Mine. We have our shirts. Well, I had, I only oh, have you so did. many. You had the molecule. Yeah, I uh, wore it under a sweatshirt. But so. if you want to hit it up from the slash merch, check out all the latest merch from Get from the stash. But there are so many variables, and what does that mean? It means that you, you, and you could be growing the exact same cultivar. You guys could be using the exact same nutrients. You guys could have the exact same method and routine, but. There's so many more variables than that. What's your environment like? What's your humidity like? What's your conditions like? What's the pheno, the geno types of these plants? What's the, uh, you know, w- w- what's their uh, uh, stretch going to be like? Is it going to be well, tall, strong, light. close yeah. light, far away light? Are you dosing, half dose, full strength? So you know, many variables. So in their finger banging variables. your plant all the time and messing it all up. Well, like. in, in 2014, if you had posted your plant problem, it was easy back then because 
The only thing wrong with it was Calmac. Lack of Calmac. <laughs> so, but since things have gotten or a little you more, you sucked at growing. That military grade Calmac. It was either lack of Calmac or you suck at growing. Or you suck. New. Yeah. Yeah. New. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know, since since technology's advanced, Calmac isn't as important anymore. Yeah, that is. It's weird. There's less noobs. I just yeah. There's less noobs. I'm spitting all over you now. Less okay. noobs. The heat? No, we won't. We won't. But uh, uh, we're leaving that off for later. There's night. so many variables. Just because he's growing the same and you got most of the same. Well, what are the pests like in, in your environment? You know, are you a more moist area? Are you Nasty, living in the Amazon? Gross you brush your room? teeth. You know, these are things. Do you have pets? You know, that's going to be a big. All variables are the same. But he's got pets, or sorry, pets. He's got pests. And then he's, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't. So then what do you know? Shoot, you ended up getting some kind of mite. or that's something you'd only find out after a full conversation because you'd be like, man, everything was perfect. I don't, I don't know I how this happened. the same stuff. I'm like, well. God, I love my dogs, man. This. I was out walking with them. And this is what happens in the comment section all the time. I got a yellow plant, man. What is wrong? Yeah, my plant looks awesome. sick. I got no idea. What's wrong bro? with it? <laughs> oh, it looks sick? Okay. Uh, <laughs> How do you how do you and then what's wrong with that, it? Right? right? Uh, yeah, right. exactly. That's literally the biggest reason I made the 420 Gores Club is I was like, man, I gotta sit and talk to you for like a half hour. Mm-hmm. Like I need to pick your brain and figure out exactly what you're doing, or you need to follow my recipe so I can tell you, like, oh, you did this, this, dogs. and this. Okay, boom. It's your dogs. Yeah. Your dogs pissed in your pot. You know, right. or some you know, some sort of thing like that. I feel something, like we're in, something. We're in a day yeah. and age that well, you could follow stuff like a, a cookbook to the T. But there's still going to be something else in but place. You didn't unless oil the pan first. Yeah. it's like it's like the common human one. air. A big one too is like that. It everything's the same. My room's this. Air humidity. Da, 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 da. Okay, but the pot's on the floor. Pot's on the concrete in your basement. You have everything right, but I don't get to see the pot. You're showing me pictures of the leaves. You're showing me pictures of the soil. I'm, and I'm sitting here going, bro, maybe it's no lax. It's pa. Is this that and the other thing? But I have no idea. You got the. You, you're freezing that off on this plant you know yeah, and there'll be situations too where somebody will be like oh yeah well my power was out for like three days or well, my ph meter was messed up and i did have this at one point it's like oh, oh yeah should have led with that that's yeah after like, ph meter issues i noticed you know yeah there's so many problems that can come up there's so many so many even things and like man how did you get that big of a yield or what did you do and sometimes someone doesn't even know like man i broke this branch i duct taped it and it was a massive cola after that. I'm not really sure what happened. Things can happen that you may not even be able to measure. So I think knowing that there's a lot of variables, you go into something with that approach, you don't oversimplify it. You're going to find better results. But if you overcomplicate it, it's just as bad, you know? Totally agree. I think, I think that unless you got something to add. I, I got one more. Oh, please oh, do it. I was waiting. I'm going to let my yep, mic go down. Go. <laughs> uh, here's one for you. One thing I've learned, one of the biggest things I've learned over the years these days, buying a grow light really isn't that daunting mm. as it used to be, right? Uh, just about any grow light you get these days, if they're coming from a, a recognized brand, is going to be good. Chilled it's going to be sufficient. Way. I mean, we had a conversation in, in one of our past episodes talking about how oftentimes we don't run our lights at 100%. Mm. You know, we don't really, really uh, drive them all the way to the wall, right? You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of these specs on these grow lights are very, very similar, and they're all going to get the job done. So you don't have to spend days mm-hmm. researching all the different brands of grow lights and try to get the best one For the best price. because there's so many that are, like, so close together. You could pick this one, this one, this one, this one, and they're all going to get the job done, and you're not going to feel like you missed out on a better grow light because the one you have is 
just as good as like 90% plus other lights on the market. Yeah, it's a good point. LEDs today are not the LEDs of yesterday. Mm. And, you know, you're right. The saturation of the market's there. You, 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 as a customer, you get to choose now. The competition is there. It's going to drive down prices and increase quality. And, yeah, that's a fantastic thing to be, uh, be seeing in our industry. That's uh, some pretty great stories of uh, things we've learned over the course of a million years of gardening. I agree. Um, I will just add, just as we out, the biggest thing that I learned about over 10 years of growing came within about the last five minutes, and that's the ability of plants. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to say, make sure you go check out fromthestash.com. Uh, we've got all the latest merch. You can check some uh, articles and some late news there, or latest news. Uh, late news. Go ahead and check us out on all platforms. From the Stash is on Instagram. We're on Twitter. And of course, I, I want to give a huge shout out to you guys for watching, man. These epis would not be possible without you full stop. 100%. Yeah, and it if means you're just listening and you can't appreciate how low this mic is, is gone, <laughs> then you need to hop over to YouTube and check us out from the stash on YouTube, baby, or from the stash.com, like P said. Twitch check it out. You're going to rest here like this. Much love, everybody. It's a crank. Yeah. Shout out to AC Infinity mm-hmm. for uh, sponsoring these episodes. It's been an incredible journey thus far. And if you head over to acinfinity.com, promo code the stash 15. You're going to save a few dollars off a of checkout. And uh, go over to IG and thank them for being a sponsor of today's show. On behalf of I got the hiccups. I tried to hold it. On behalf of myself, Pigeons420, this is Mr. Grow It. That's Rob from CLTV and the man behind the myth. Wink. Wink. See you guys. Peace.